Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast all about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. We are do. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Indeed. But please do remember, we are podcast hosts, we're not experts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text number is 781-591-0390. Look, send us some texts. Just send us a text. I'm going to hold down on the dumps lately. I'm the one who reads them. If you have it in you to send me a text, I will do my best to reply. I do reply. So get in there. And our Kate email is forever 35. Yeah. <laughs> I need listen. I've got... It's rough around here. If you could just drop me a line, just say hi. I'd appreciate it. You can also email us, which we also love, at forever35podcast at gmail.com. 
And visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and join the Forever35 Facebook group where the password is Serums. You can also sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter and shop all the products we mentioned on the show. They're on our website, but then you can also find them at shopmyshelf.us slash forever35, where they're arranged kind of more thematically. And finally, we have our Forever 35 giving circle. We're trying to get to $20,000. We're, we're plugging along. I think we're at almost 13 right now. And you can do that at bit.ly slash forever35 podcast GC, which we will link to in the show notes as well. And any amount is helpful. It need not be a lot. Indeed. Kate, how are you? Well, I come bearing news. And that is, is that once again, I have purchased a skincare item that I don't need and won't okay. change my life. Okay, okay. And yet I bought it anyway. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal, Dory. Our friends over in the G Thanks Just Bought It podcast universe are very big fans of the alginist liquid collagen. Yes. Okay. They're, they're like evangelical about it. Yes. And Caroline or someone in the Facebook group, I'm assuming it was Caroline Moss, our dear friend, and host of that podcast posted that it was on sale and it was on sale at Costco. Now, listen, you know, I needed some collapsible laundry baskets and <laughs> I used that as an excuse to order. And it was a good deal. It normally retails for $115 and it was about 73. So even though that's oh. also very expensive, I rationalized it because there was a discount. So I've been sure, using sure. it came quickly because because Costco has an excellent delivery ability. I don't know, it always comes very fast. Although I'm still waiting on the laundry baskets, I should say. Uh and so yeah, I have just I've started trying that out. I don't I don't even really know what I expect to see from this product. I believe it is mm. the you know no disrespect to all products, but it's like every product is the same old, same old. It's like fine oh gosh, lines, no plumping to all skin. Products. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, or like no disrespect uh, to the copywriters who write the copy describing what the product does. Sure, sure, but it's sure. like every product claims to do the same thing. I know, like, oh, vitamin C does this a little bit different than, let's say, a glycolic acid. But let's be honest; they're all making the same claims. Okay. Okay. So is this going to change my life? Is it going to do anything? Look, probably not. Am I trying to fill a void? Sure. Okay. Okay. But I will say on a less superficial note, Dory, I spent time with friends this weekend and it really refilled my cup, if you will. Mm. Um, it was really, really nice. A friend of ours hosted our family and another family that we're friends with at their house for a little like barbecue and hang out in the pool time. And we were there for like eight hours. Like from oh my two to like we were there from like two to nine. Two thirty to like nine. We were there all day. Wow. Okay. And it was just, you know what? It was really fun. We had some laughs. 
We had some burgers. I drank a beer, which I don't normally do. Like I just, it was just really fun. Our kids had a great time and it was like, I just, I just was reminded of like how, how people being around your friends and people can really just fill you, you know, fill you up. They can, it can really bring you up. And that was incredibly nourishing because I've just been feeling kind of just really down lately. Yeah. I even said that to my friend. I was like, I'm really, I'm so glad you invited us over. I've been so depressed. She was like, oh, Oh. what's going on? But I don't even know what's going on, you know? So that was really, that was nice. I know, you know, I know we, we both are kind of, how are you, how are you kind of feeling in terms of just like, uh, that, that, blueness that we're kind of both in Mm. aka depression you know one thing that i have started doing that i don't normally do is when people ask me how i am i'm like actually i'm not great yes i think that's (laughs) so important to answer honestly (laughs) yeah i'm like to be honest not not so great um which like leads to a lot of Or I mean, I haven't done it. It's not like a lot. I haven't done it like a thousand times. But like, (laughs) people are definitely like, oh, well, like, do you want to talk? Or I I was actually on the phone with a friend this morning um, who lives on the East Coast. And she was like, how are you? I was like, you know, in like a grand cosmic sense, I'm fine. That's a nice way of putting it. But on like a day-to-day level, I'm not so great. And so what I'm doing right now is just trying to kind of soldier through. Um, and yeah, so I'm trying to just like articulate it a little bit more because I think a lot mm. of times when we ask people like, how are you? It's not that we expect them to be like, everything's great. It's just like, eh. I think there can be a tendency to sort of just gloss over what's really going on. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I like, am just like unloading. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> of course, which you're welcome to do. If I ask you how you're doing, totally. I welcome an unloading. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so that's one thing I've started doing. Another thing that I did this weekend, Kate, and I haven't told you this and it was actually hard <gasps> to keep this a secret. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm, I'm so gonna nervous. I'm going to just tell her on the pod. I watched all of Heartstopper. <gasps> you did? I did. Did it make you feel good inside? I loved it. It was oh so great. God. Aren't these the sweetest teens you ever the did meet? Sweetest teens. Oh. I'm just the 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 music is so good. Mm-hmm. The the story's so great. I just really, I really, really enjoyed it. I love the characters. It's really wonderful. So thank you for Netflix. that, Rex. You oh, and another I'm so happy. Yeah, you and another friend had like really strongly recommended it. Um, and I was finally like, you know what? I think that this will be a pick me up. And it was. It, and it's also it really nice. It is. It was eight episodes and they're each half an hour. So like it's mm-hmm. very it's very manageable. It actually left me wanting more, which I feel like a lot of TV shows these days, you're like, okay. <laughs> 
I get it. <laughs> get on with it. Get on with it. But this, I was like, oh, there's only eight episodes. Wait, why is it only half an hour? That's not long enough. <laughs> oh, wow, Dory. That's impressive because I do feel like you have mentioned that when a show stretches into the like 43 minute zone, you're like, come on. You know, it reminded me a bit of sex education. Which, which I still need which to I watch. know you have not watched, mm-hmm. but which is an hour long show. And I, I actually feel like Heartstopper. I get why it was half an hour. And like, it is sort of like delicious and like kind of snacky yep. um, and cute and sweet. And so I get that the half hour like makes sense for it. But I, I was like, well, I do think sex education is a, is a great hour long that deals with some similar themes and and it lets the hour like lets them sort of get a little deeper into each of the characters and their families like I, that was one thing that i like i almost like wanted more maybe because i am the age of like their parents but i was like i want more <laughs> what's going on why 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 have we seen l's family like i was just like did I they know. not wanna, oh my gosh i know did they not want to pay more actors <laughs> like what is happening here <laughs> maybe in season 2 we're going to get more of l I hope because so. Well, it's been renewed like, for two seasons. I know. I'm so excited. got a two-season pickup. So, like, we'll, I mean, we better see more of Elle and Elle's family. It's, it's a also, really... It was sorry, interesting. Just, like, another note on the parents. No one had a two-parent household. Or if they did, the second parent was never mentioned or seen. <laughs> Which, again, That's I was like... interesting. You're right. Cut? What's going on here? <laughs> I do love that you're you're considering production as you watch these shows. I mean, <laughs> like, I yeah, I feel like now happening? that's my like yeah. Well, did they spend well, their whole budget on Olivia Coleman, and then they were like, <laughs> no more parents. <laughs> I mean, Olivia Coleman. We don't need to get into the weeds on this show, but like, she definitely doesn't. She doesn't have a big part, but they're using her name like as a entryway to the show oh for sure you don't need olivia coleman i mean she's a lovely act she's an amazing actress but on this show you know she's like she's just kind of whatever yeah so i don't know anyway um yeah so i wanted to tell you that i really enjoyed it i highly recommend it um and yeah well i really appreciate you saving that little tidbit for me on the podcast. It's always a fun treat to get a surprise on the show. I know. I almost texted you so many times and then I was like, nope. I'm going to save it. it for the pod. Thank you. I'm very honored. Well, listen, let's take a break. And when we come back, we've got some listeners to hear from with just some really interesting questions. You know, just a fun, this is a real kind of hodgepodge of questions that I, I enjoyed reading. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's 
vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com 
slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay, so here's an interesting question that we're going to start off with. This person wrote to us and they asked, in your opinions. Is it rude to do chores in front of slash around house guests? I'm an introvert with anxiety who struggles with keeping still, and I find myself doing chores around my guests. And I wonder if I'm being rude without realizing it by doing so. Hmm. This is one of those where I feel like I need more information. Like what kind of chores are we talking about here? And also what kind of guests. And also what kind of guests and how long have they been there and what are they doing? And if it's like a dinner party and you're upstairs vacuuming, yes, I think that's rude. (laughs) Yes, yes, I agree. But if it's someone who's staying at your house for a week and you're like doing a, you know, cleaning the bathroom or sweeping the kitchen or whatever. No, that's a part of your daily life and you shouldn't withhold that while you have a house guest. I yeah. do. And I, you know, sometimes like if a friend came, like comes over just to like hang out and chat, I would stand there and like wash dishes or like wipe down the kitchen counter or fold totally. laundry while they're there. But it sounds like you would do, you would do chores that are still, you, like you're still able to like engage with the guest. Yes. And I wonder if this person is doing it to, cause they say they struggle with, with anxiety and keeping still. And I just wonder if they're doing it to sort of avoid, 
hanging out with the guest, mm. which I do think is like a little bit rude. But again, depends on context. If it's someone who's been at your house for three days, go ahead, do whatever you Get want. If there. it's someone who's like coming over for an hour to have like an intimate conversation with you, <laughs> then like maybe don't. The other thing I would say is that this obviously depends, I think, on your community. I don't want to be pres- presumptuous because I this is something I would feel comfortable saying to people in my life, but I know that it's not the case for everybody. But I think you could also be honest and just say, I'm sorry, I'm feeling anxious. I just, this helps me kind of ground myself. Or, you know, there might be ways to kind of communicate it. So, um, you know, it's not just like, why is Kate scrubbing the sink right now yeah. in the middle of dinner. You know, I think totally. I think people are ha- have a have a more a deeper understanding of mental health and the ways in which it impacts us. Now, of course, not everybody. I don't want to be presumptuous, but could try that too. Anyway, if you want to provide more context, I'd be very curious to what you're talking you know, like a little more deets. Yeah, we need some more deets. We need those deets. Deet <laughs> us up. <laughs> All right. Um, next text. Do you guys eat a lot of quinoa? If so, do you wash it before you cook it? And if so, how? I always just wash it in a bowl like I do with rice. Then I lose a significant amount down the sink. Do they make colanders tiny enough for quinoa? Now, I'm so fascinated as to why you reached out to us about this question because, I mean, we are <laughs> renowned chefs. <laughs> We are renowned quinoa experts. Quinoa, we love a grain. We love a whole grain. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you want to know this about Dory and I, I, or about Dory and me, rather. I do eat quinoa. I don't wash it. There you go. (gasps) Okay, but I just Googled, how can I strain quinoa? And someone wrote, someone... I just Googled this. Someone said, simply place quinoa in your French press, fill it with cold water and drain. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I think this is how to strain quinoa without like a colander. Oh, interesting. I do have colanders, like very thin wire ones that are you are able to strain quinoa with i find it annoying because you have to scrape it out of the colander yeah totally do you eat quinoa we've never discussed this it's not, not something i know about you um you know i have eaten quinoa i used to have i used to make a really yummy quinoa casserole i haven't made it in good i haven't made it in years um but it was it was it was a real uh, I would say staple of my diet for a while. It was very easy and had a lot of veggies and cheese and mm. it might have been when I wasn't eating meat at all. I don't remember, but um, a very good stand like standby workhorse recipe. But I, I have not eaten quinoa in a long time. I, I don't love it. I don't love the taste. I don't particularly love the consistency i know it's like really good for you quote unquote but it doesn't really do it for me just gonna speak my quinoa truth okay i mean i i honor it you know there's no need you. you don't have to eat Thank quinoa you so much. um so i did want to say get yourself like a, a fine mesh strainer but also like i just did a very basic google and 
stuff comes up right away. Like I think there are even, you know, there's clickbaity articles about quinoa strainers. I think there might even be specific ones. So you're going to be fine. But that being said, I just made quinoa the other day and I dumped it right into the pot with the water and cooked it. I didn't rinse it. And mm-hmm. also, I'm really bad about rinsing rice. Just feel like I need to say it. Okay. Do okay. you rinse your rice every time you make rice? Not every time. Okay. Sometimes. I try to, and I do with the rice cooker, but sometimes I'm just like, I'm too lazy. I know it's not good. Mm. Sorry. Well, all right. I'm just going to have to accept me as I (sighs) Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that one, but all right. right. Well, let's play this voicemail, which asks a question that's kind of in keeping with this theme, completely arbitrary. I like an arbitrary theme. Me too. Hi, Kat and Dor. I hope my traffic background noise is not too distracting, but I just had to pause the pod with all this hat talk because I have a question. How are we cleaning our hats? I feel like our hats are, you know, prime uh, absorbers of sweat, sunscreen, other liquids that we don't want hanging around on our foreheads. So what do we do? How do we clean our hats? Would love some advice. Thank you. So when I first heard this email, I thought the question was, how do we clean our house? Oh, and you're like <sighs> sweat and like... Yeah, it's like <laughs> a Swiffer <laughs> and then I like lug the vacuum in and I have a Dyson handheld. That's really good. And then I realized the caller was asking, how do we clean our hats? Mm-hmm. And this left me wondering if you even clean your hats. Do you wash your hats? I wash um, like sport caps. Mm-hmm. Like your tennis cap? Like my tennis cap. I do okay. wash and my, I do wash baseball caps. How? Like you put it in a laundry bag I, and then wash it? I, sometimes I just throw them in the washing machine. Okay. I mean, we come from a generation, I mean, at least I did, where it was cool for your hat to be like the bill to be super bent. Do you remember this? I do remember this. And and look really worn in. And so people used to put their hats in the dishwasher. That's what I, feel, I very specifically remember doing is dishwashing hats. I don't put my hat in the dishwasher. I don't either. I would never do that now. But that is a, sure, sure. a memory that I have. Hmm. I uh, don't wash hats, so I should like, do that. You know, I was thinking like a straw hat. Dory. I don't know. Dory. What? You can't wash a straw hat. You just have no, to let it. No, you can't, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think so. I mean, maybe you could like sponge, like sponge it. Can I suggest that maybe Rothy's starts making hats? Oh, Yes, Katie, podcast. You may, you may podcast that. sponsor Rothy's. They make washable shoes that you can easily throw in the dishwasher. Maybe they try try their hands at a hat. Okay, but yes, I do think like Dory is suggesting a sports cap, especially something that you are like hiking or running or walking in. You got to clean that off because that's getting right on your forehead, and all that sweat and grime can can it clog a pore? Yeah. Look, we got to keep those pores fresh. We do. All right. Well, let's take a break. Okay, let's do that. We'll be right back. 
You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Well, we're back. We're here with a new here question. We here we are. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm loving my one line a day journal these days. I started it almost two years ago, oddly, exactly one year to the day before my son was born. Now that I'm over a year in, it's fun to go back and read about what I was up to the previous year as I fill in the latest entry. My problem is that my handwriting is terrible. Sometimes I can barely read it. I've never had great handwriting, but it seems to be getting worse in the last few years. It's also not likely helped by the fact that the space in the journal is so small. My handwriting is a little better when I have a little more room. Do you or your any listeners have advice on how to improve handwriting as an adult? I'm not just concerned for my journal. I'd like things like handwritten thank you notes and birthday cards to be legible to the people I love. What an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, I definitely understand what this listener is saying. My handwriting has gotten sloppier as I've gotten older. And I think that's due to the fact that we handwrite less, or at least mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Has yours changed over time? I don't think so. Okay. The other thing I've noticed about my own handwriting is when I'm in a rush, it's a lot grosser. So if I slow oh, down okay. and really take my time, mm -hmm. the penmanship is better. Um, 
But I, I don't know if like you should buy a little handwriting book and practice your handwriting or if you just like take a pause and go slow. Okay. That's my suggestion. Do you have thoughts on this? Yeah, I feel like as with everything, there must be like, <laughs> I feel like if you go, if you looked up on YouTube, like handwriting lessons, <laughs> you would like find some. Let's see. Let's look right now. Handwriting lessons for adults. The other thing that I do, oh, wow, Skillshare has handwriting classes. Well, there's tons of information on this. I don't know if it's probably like leaning into calligraphy. The one thing I do kind of wonder about handwriting, and I'm sure there's an expert out there who can tell us, but is it something that you can actively change or is it a part of you because my handwriting feels so organic and extent and like an extension of myself that I'm not sure I would be able to change it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like if you grow mm-hmm. up with a Boston accent your entire life and then you have to actively work to get rid of it. Like it's that's very hard. These things that are almost imprinted on us, if you will. Shout out to Twilight. Yeah, but like you can change an accent. Right, right. So it might just, it might be that kind of challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a young person, I wanted so desperately to write my A's the fancy way. What's the fancy A? Do you know what I mean? Like a type, a typewriter lowercase a. I'm oh, sure this yeah, has yeah, a name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you mean. There were like, I, I was obsessed with other people's handwriting and, you know, like girls who had like bubble dots over the eyes and yes, stuff like that. Totally. And I really wanted to write my A's the, that like cool way. And I tried so hard to train myself on it and I never, it never became habit. Like it, it is really hard. Okay. Now okay. I, I do still, I can still sign my name with a horse head. So, (laughs) (laughs) that I can still do. Also, though, that the one line a day journal lines are very tiny. I will, I see that listener. It's tiny. All right. Well, should we hear another voicemail? Please light on me. Hi, I am calling with a question for both of you and the listeners. Um, actually, two questions. First, um, I'm getting married in August, and I think you might have touched on this before, but how did you decide to keep your last name? Um, and for listeners, how did you make that decision to either change or to keep your last name? And then the other is, I am most likely going to be doing my own makeup for my wedding. Um, I'm getting married at a national park, and it's just going to be easier if I do it myself. I don't have a lot of experience with makeup. So does anyone have any tips for doing your own makeup for an event? Thanks so much. Kate, what do you think about this? The name changing question, I guess, is my is my first 
it was never an, a decision for me. I, I've known my whole life that I would never change my last name. So it wasn't like I sat and like hummed and hawed and made like a pros and cons list. Like this is the name I, this is my name. So it was never a discussion. It was never, you know, I think when my husband and I were like talking about getting married, I was like, just FYI, I ain't becoming one of you. I'm me. Now, <laughs> if you want to take on your partner's name, go for it. And I have friends who've done all sorts of things. I've had, you know, friends combine their last names or create new last names or in heterosexual relationships. I've had friends whose husbands have taken their wives last name. I mean, like I've seen everything. So like, there's no, this is a dated practice that we are all still welcome to partake in, but like, there's no right way to do it, I guess is what I'm saying. You do whatever you want. And if you want to make it something you collaborate on with your partner, great. But my opinion is like, you do whatever you want. Some people mm-hmm. want a new last name for various reasons. It makes them, you know, feel a part a connected to their partner or their family or like you just hate your last name. Everybody has a reason. I just like also, I, I don't know. I just can't imagine my name being anything but what it already is. Yeah, same. I mean, part of, I mean, Kate, you got married like relatively young. Um, 29, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, like in the course of history, of course, that's not that young, but like. <laughs> sure. You know, in I the mean. course of like 2000 and whatever this is, 22. Yeah. Yeah. Feels young. Um, And so I, I sometimes I feel like I sometimes hear women who get married sort of on the younger side say like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't a big deal. I just like that they didn't have a career really established yet. And so like it wasn't a big deal to them to change their names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I got married at 38. So like I felt the total opposite where I was like, I have, you know, I have this name that. And I have an unusual name, mm. you know, so I just feel like it's already out there. And like, I, yes, I could have done the thing where it's like, you know, you read those wedding announcements. It's like the bride will keep her name professionally. It's like, that feels confusing to me too. <laughs> I don't know. It just, again, like for me, it just never, it was never even a thought. Also, my mom didn't change her name. Mm, so I feel my like, mom which did. Was like, which was like more unusual, you know, at the time. Um, although, you know, I grew up in a sort of like liberal Boston suburb in the eighties and nineties, and there were plenty of kids with hyphenated last names and moms who had kept their names, but it wasn't the majority. And so I think I just, you know, people say, well, you know, won't it be weird to have your whole family not have the same last name? It's like, well, no, like I grew up with my mom not having my same last name and who, you know, it wasn't a big deal people often called her Mrs. Shafrir and she sort of like laughed it off. But like, other than that, it didn't really matter. My favorite yeah. is when I, is when I like, when I make like a hotel reservation or yes. something and then they, they call Matt, Mr. Shafrir. And I'm Me like, too. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think to this listener, I just say like, do whatever feels good for you. You know, whatever you need first is the right decision. And then I think if it's something you want to 
you know, discuss with your partner, do that after you've kind of decided what you feel like. So and yeah. again, I invite you to ask your partner if they want to change their last name to yours. Indeed. You know, okay. as for the doing your own makeup, first of all, getting married in a national park, that sounds beautiful. Congratulations. How exciting. I find that my mantra for when I'm doing my own makeup is keep it simple, stupid, that old phrase. Mm. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, less mm-hmm. is more. And I think ultimately makeup on your wedding day is about the, is about pictures. Is that bad yeah. to say? You know what like, I would suggest is doing a trial run. Yes. Good call. Do a trial run and take some pictures in different lighting and see how it looks, and then adjust accordingly. You're so smart. That's such a good idea. Oh, thank you, Kate. Yeah, I mean, because what I always what I always do find is like makeup that is done for pictures always looks so garish to me, and then the pictures come out and I look totally normal. Um, and when I do my own makeup for pictures. I always think I've put on a lot, but then the, I get the pictures back and I look like a ghost. We've had this. No, we've we've had gone this through happen. this together. Like yes. Dory and I took photographs together and we did our own makeup and we looked like we had no makeup. I mean, it was yeah. like it didn't. And then we had our makeup professionally done for and photos. Like, oh my God. I'm wearing right. so much makeup. And then we got In the, the photos mirror. Back and I was like, oh, we look nice. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's <laughs> makeup is truly like it, it is a tool for how you're going to look. I mean, also obviously it's a tool for real life, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like with these wedding yeah. photos. Yes. So I think that's a great idea. Um, if you're having a photographer, if you have a friend who's a photographer, you could also ask them for tips. Um, mm. And then maybe like, I think it's always, you know, you can always go to, if you live near like a local makeup store, check in there. But I would say you want like a basic lighter found, you know, lighter weight foundation, some cheek color, a mascara and a lip color. And then like, maybe you get into a, did I say concealer? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. And like maybe a brow gel, you know, Mm -hmm. clear. That's, that's like basic all you need. And then if you want to add on there, add on. Also, I bet again, not to keep throwing a YouTube, you can find everything on YouTube. And TikTok. I was just, I was just thinking that and fucking TikTok. The quinoa salad I made for lunch last week, TikTok. Ooh. It wasn't that good. Okay. I'm not going to link to it. It wasn't like blow my mind quinoa salad, but that is what I've been eating for the last four days. Okay. Okay. Well, listeners, as always, what an honor it is that you trust us with such a variety of questions. Indeed. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely flattered. Thank you for sharing these inquiries with us. All right, everyone. All right, off we go. Bye.